If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello and welcome to episode 86 of True Crime Finland, Hanno Suoniemi. As the title already suggests, this is a true crime podcast and it details cases that can be of a disturbing and violent nature. Because of this, I encourage you to use your discretion and stop listening or skip ahead if you need to. If you're ready, let's get started. In October of 2016, someone sent an anonymous tip to the Helsinki police regarding the Helsinki Education Department. According to the tip, devices worth of millions of euros had been ordered to the city from a supplier different from the one the city had a supply contract with. Not only this, but the majority of the devices had never actually even ended up with the city. The tip also mentioned the name of the person making the orders. Hanno Suanyeni, head of IT management, who had recently been moved to the post of security manager in early 2016. The tip had so much detail It was quite clear from the start that it had come from an insider working in the department. The police started looking into the matter immediately and launched an official preliminary investigation a few months later in cooperation with the city of Helsinki. The city also started an internal investigation of its own as per the police's request. It was uncovered that Suanyemi had not in fact acted according to the regulations of procurement procedure. An inventory of the acquired devices was performed, and the results showed multiple smaller orders for electronics that had not been subjected to tendering. Once 2016 turned into 2017, the Helsinki Police White Collar Crime and Fraud Unit filed a criminal complaint on Suanyemi. He was captured in January and was then imprisoned, suspected of aggravated fraud and aggravated abuse of office. In February, he was released from pre-trial detention. During the inventory, Several employees that had been working in information management under Suanyemi 
returned electronics they had been using at home. When questioned about this, some claimed they had explicit permission from Suanyemi to take the devices home. The Education Department fired Suanyemi in March of 2017, along with three other employees who had in their possession devices that were not work-related. Three others received a warning for using such devices. These were mostly home electronics, cameras, TVs, and speakers that had nothing to do with the employees performing their duties at work. These types of cases tend to be complicated as the police have to first get an understanding of the procurement procedure as a whole and then study the role of each person in the process. This was challenging and took a lot of work, especially once the officers realized the scope of the case. Suanyemi had been in charge of the procurement of IT devices ever since the 90s as the IT manager of the department. The time period during which the suspected crimes took place was 10 years from 2006 to 2016. This was when Suanyemi was moved to the position of head of security inside the department due to a change in leadership. The case quickly turned out to be one of the biggest corruption investigations in Finnish criminal history. With the help of an extensive number of records and documents, as well as questioning sessions with witnesses and people related to the case, the police were slowly able to shed light on what had happened. The simplified version is that devices that had been ordered to the city and were meant for the use of schools never made it to their intended users. Instead, they were sold forward for profit. These devices included phones, TVs, laptops, tablets, cameras, and external screens. In the beginning, it was not quite clear where the devices had finally ended up. When the police went through Suanyemi's phone, laptop, and all his text messages and emails, they discovered names of people who had ordered devices from him. For example, one of these orders included 9 MacBooks, 3 Apple TVs, a Samsung TV, and as many iPhones, iPad, and Samsung Galaxy phones Suanyemi could deliver. Most of them Suanyemi would sell to his family and relatives, as well as private persons. He would request about half of the market price, and the buyer would then sell the devices forward for profit. The devices ended up all over Finland, including in the homes of Suanyemi's subordinates. Some of these items were recovered through house searches. During the searches, the police also found empty packages of items that had been ordered by Suanyemi. In total, over 9,000 devices had been ordered and resold. The total damages were about 9 million euros, while Suanyemi himself 
was estimated to have profited several million euros. The total amount recovered during the investigation was a fraction of this, about 900,000 euros. Millions remained lost and could never be recovered. Suaniemi mainly ordered the devices from a supplier in Kotka, another city in the coast, about an hour and a half away from Helsinki. There were also two other businesses delivering devices, but their part in this was smaller. The police had been listening in on Suaniemi's and the main supplier's phone calls and managed to break down the pattern. Here's how it all went down. The supplier company would send in an offer for the devices that had been ordered. The administrative secretary of the education department would then make a procurement proposal, which Suaniemi accepted. The delivery method in the system was always pickup. The order was made and when it arrived, it was marked as delivered. Suaniemi would make several orders during the same day, breaking the orders into smaller batches to cover his tracks. According to the Helsinki City's procurement regulations at the time, one-time purchases that were valued at under 30,000 euros pre-tax did not have to be tendered, but instead, the head of IT management was able to independently approve them. The electronic bills would be paid and recorded to accounting without any separate approval process. The bills were then forwarded to the Helsinki Education Department. This was money that was supposed to buy tablets and computers to Helsinki schools. Suaniemi would always receive the ordered devices himself and agreed in advance with the supplier about where they would meet for delivery. This was most commonly the Vanta IKEA parking lot. This specific parking lot was on the way to Suaniemi's workplace. The supplier could also easily get there from Kotka. At the parking lot, the devices were moved from one car to the other and Suaniemi brought them to his home. The meeting place sometimes varied, but the pattern stayed the same and went on for the next 10 years. People would send in their orders to Suaniemi either by text message or by email. They would pick up their orders from his home and then sell them forward. The payment was made usually by cash. Most of the devices were sold forward through middlemen, but sometimes Suaniemi would sell the devices himself or gift them. As for the money, he allegedly used it on expensive cars and to finance his child's first apartment, among other things. As mentioned before, some devices also ended up with employees who were under Suaniemi's command. Some of the employees had received these devices for so-called testing purposes, 
while they were given to others as a type of a bonus. When the investigators questioned Suanyemi, he first denied any wrongdoing. He claimed he had only been ordering electronics for schools and employees of the department. As the questioning sessions progressed, he ended up admitting to the crimes but could not offer a motive for his actions. He told the investigators his family had always been financially sound and managed to live economically. In his own words, he somehow just got caught up in it and kept going. The police finished their preliminary investigation in the summer of 2018, concluding that during the span of 10 years, from 2006 to 2016, Suanyemi had ordered 9 million euros worth of electronics that were never delivered to the department and the schools, but instead were sold forward to private persons all over Finland. These electronics were mostly phones, computers, and other home electronics such as TVs. The devices were passed on mainly to four different men, who then sold them forward. In May of 2020, the prosecutor in the case charged eight people, including Suanyemi, for aggravated fraud and aggravated money laundering. In October, two more people were charged with embezzlement. These included people who had sold the devices forward. Hanno Suanyemi admitted to the crimes in return for a lighter sentence, preferring not to go through a public trial. In March of 2021, the Helsinki District Court sentenced the 55-year-old to three years and three months in prison for aggravated fraud and aggravated abuse of office. According to the charges, Suanyemi had misled the education department to pay almost 7 million euros for the devices. He himself had profited about 8.5 million euros. The crime was aggravated as Suanyemi had taken advantage of the trust that came with his responsible position as a government official and had profited majorly of his crimes. One person had admitted to selling the electronics forward 
and his case was handled during the same court proceedings. He was finally sentenced to one year and one month in prison for aggravated fraud. As for the three remaining men charged with selling the devices forward, they were sentenced just this January in 2022. They did not plead guilty, so they went through court proceedings. The Helsinki District Court found all three men guilty. The harshest sentence was delivered to Vesa Tapanikoste, 59 years old, who was sentenced to two years and ten months in prison for aggravated fraud. The court found that he had caused the education department damages worth more than one million euros with his criminal actions. The other two men were also sentenced for aggravated fraud. A 42-year-old man was sentenced to one year and two months, and a 74-year-old man was sentenced to 10 months of probation. The court found that all three men had ordered the electronics directly from Suaniemi and picked them up from the parking lot of his home. They had paid for the electronics with cash and were able to purchase them with only about half of the normal market price. According to the court, the men were aware that Suaniemi was a government official and had obtained the devices through criminal behavior. They had taken advantage of Suaniemi's position and pursued significant economic advantages with their actions. Because of these matters, the court found the offense to be aggravated. Along with the above mentioned, two more people were also sentenced at the end of the proceedings. A 52-year-old man who had bought devices from Coste and then sold them forward once more was sentenced to six months of probation for aggravated money laundering. He had stated he was aware of Suaniemi's position and knew the devices had originally come from him. According to the court, he had to have understood that Suaniemi was not permitted to sell electronics he had received through his official position to private persons. One person belonging to Suaniemi's inner circle was sentenced to one year of probation for negligent money laundering. The court found that this person had received, used and possessed assets worth of about 180,000 euros that Suaniemi had acquired through committing aggravated fraud. However, according to the court, this person was not aware of Suaniemi's criminal behavior. They also did not know that the assets originated from illegal sources. Because of this, the court found they had not intended to commit a crime. The CEO of the main supplier delivering the electronics to Suaniemi had also been charged with aggravated fraud. In this case, the court dismissed the charges 
and he was found not guilty. According to the court, it was possible he was not aware of Suanyemi's crimes and the fact that the electronics never ended up with the city of Helsinki. Even department employees who had given witness testimony in the case had not suspected Suanyemi. The court stated that because of this, there was a possibility that the CEO did not know about these factors when selling the devices to Suanyemi. Those convicted were ordered to pay compensation in the amount of over 1.7 million euros to the city of Helsinki with Suanyemi. The biggest hit fell on Koste, who was ordered to pay compensation in the amount of almost 1.2 million euros jointly with Suanyemi. After the case came to light, a question in many people's minds was how this could have happened. Several points played into this. There was strict regulation and an ethical code of conduct in place at the department, but many important factors, such as reporting and monitoring, failed. Internal audits were performed to try to clarify what went wrong. According to the final report, internal supervision was lacking and there was not enough risk control on the part of the Director of Education. During the years the crimes took place, the head of IT management, aka Suonyemi, was able to approve procurements up to 70,000 euros on a yearly basis. As I mentioned earlier, one-time purchases that were valued at under 30,000 euros pre-tax did not have to be subjected to tendering. The yearly limit was constantly exceeded, but supervision somehow failed to pay attention to this. There were also other flaws discovered, for example, related to how the devices were registered and who had the authority to make the procurement decisions. In theory, the procurement system blocked the situation where the same person made the order and accepted the procurement. However, the system automatically accepted the procurement if the order and the grand total of the bill matched. Since Suanyemi knew the system well, he was most likely aware of this loophole and took advantage of it. This way, he was able to first make the order, then accept it, and lastly receive the order without any separate procurement decisions. According to the head of inspection, if the entries in the system were made according to regulations, then this type of maneuvering was quite difficult to spot during internal audits. The scandal also brought to light wider problems related to the procurement decisions made by the education department when it came to IT equipment and devices. When the newspaper Helsinki Sanomat 
carried out a questionnaire for teachers about the digitalization of schools. Many teachers criticized the department and its decision-making. Several teachers thought that the officials working in the department did not really have an idea of what actual teaching work was like and what kind of resources it required. One teacher told the newspaper that their school regularly received devices that no one claimed to have ordered and no one knew how to use. Once they actually did make an order, the order may have never arrived. When the scandal was first publicized in early 2017, the Department of Education put out a statement according to which it had started a reform regarding IT procurement in early 2016. The department put together a procurement team and separate procurement meetings to keep track of the main procurement processes at each moment. A school-specific ordering system was put in place to oversee the devices and systems that had been ordered to each school. An inventory of devices was to be performed four times a year in the schools, when previously it was only done once a year. It remains to be seen if these reforms resolve the core issue that seems to be at hand, lack of oversight. Thank you so much for listening to the 86th episode of True Crime Finland, Crime Stories from the Cold North. If you would like to support the show, you can do that on Patreon, where you can donate as little as $2 a month and in return get exclusive access to ad-free and early episodes and other rewards. Visit the page at patreon.com slash truecrimefinland. Art is by Mark Bernia and music is Night by VVS Music. You can contact me via email at truecrimefinlandpod at gmail.com. There is a Facebook group called True Crime Finland Podcast and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at tc underscore Finland. You can find all my episodes on my website at truecrimefinland.squarespace.com or wherever you get your podcasts.